Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe here with another edition of the NAIF Ball Podcast. I have with me Coach Joshua Schumacher from Concordia University in Michigan. How are you doing this evening, Coach? I'm doing great. Staying busy with uh, the team and with my family. So, uh, what's what's going on in this in this portion of your of your year with the with the football team? I know you're just coming off of National Signing Day, and you're probably trying to fill out your roster. Uh, but I'm seeing a lot of teams um, doing mat drills and, and off season conditioning. What's what's that like at this point of the year for you? Yeah, so we do it uh, one day a week. Um, that we're doing the mat drills, but and then we have four days a week of lifting, and uh, so our guys are getting after it, and uh, we establish the standards for them, and we film it, and we go over it uh, with the guys, and so it, it's been good. You know, certainly uh, some guys are doing an outstanding job, especially some of our returning guys that have really done it before. The first time guys, you know, it's definitely an adjustment period. Uh, getting used to just content that grind and putting it in that work in the weight room, um, and really teaching them the consistency and how to take care of their bodies. But we're seeing a lot of progress, and we're happy with it. I'll uh, take you back to last season for a little bit. Um, One thing that I noticed about um, Concordia last year, and this probably plays into the um, off-season conditioning as well, um, but y'all were a second-half team. um, Not saying your first halves were bad, because they weren't, but... Y'all really seem to put an emphasis on that second half and really trying to, to bury a team and put them away. Can you talk about that a little bit? You know, I when I look back at it, because I'm you know we study and try to figure out why we are the way we are. And in 2018, we'd given up four touchdowns in 13 games in the first quarter, and so we we were a fast starting team. And then uh, yeah, we started a little bit slower this past season, but uh, we definitely stress. Uh, mental and physical toughness for our guys and we talk a lot about uh, not being focused on what the scoreboard is and playing we, we I say it's like a newspaper or it's a history book and that it is once the moment you look away from it, it's old news and we can't take our energy from what the scoreboard says the energy comes from our sideline we say it comes from the bench because that's where you know in college you know you're not playing both ways you get have great energy when you take the field and as you go out on the field that's how we want to play and uh, the scoreboard then will just be a reflection of how we do that and uh, so really try to have a never say die attitude and just keep competing and when we're down like keep we try to teach our guys to constantly be thinking about even if we're down with you know 10 seconds left what do we got to do in order to win this game and have those things uh, happen and so it was it was really special to see the come from behind victories because you know there were certainly some times that you're thinking like oh boy when we're down 21 nothing against St. X and you have that in your mind like are we about to get rolled over today you know it crosses your mind and uh you got to squash it quick though you can't let that those feelings set in and then of course how does it happen you know we've got to step up and make plays and so you string that together and then we put together 42 strength points in that game and uh, so we had those those uh, come from behind wins, and then we took one, you know, a punch to the stomach against St. Francis at the night game, and uh, got a battle back from that too. And I was really proud of how we we finished the season, and uh, it, it was it was just a it was a really mentally tough team that was that played hard together. 
Yeah, I I don't know that I've I've ever seen a team take two hard losses like Concordia did last year on blocked field goals return for touchdowns. That's that was wild. Um, but um, so in the middle of your season, uh, you you get a player hurt um on the field, and we all know that football is a violent sport and that injuries happen. But this one was particularly. Uh, it was particularly bad. Um, I've I've seen a broken back injury uh, before. They're they're not um, anything you'd ever want to see again. Um, but talk a little bit about Josh Daniel and uh, the impact that he's had on your team and the impact that y'all are trying to have on him and his family. Yeah. So you know, that happened in the Oliver game, and we were down. Uh... 14 and nothing, two minutes into the game. And I was thinking that that was the big adversity for the day. And seven minutes into the game is when uh, uh, Josh was coming off a block and all of its running back was coming off making a guy miss. And they just awkwardly collided. It wasn't like Josh was coming to his head down. It was just kind of a freak thing that happens. And um, it was really tough. We had, um, you know, it wasn't moving. And they're going through the tests. And as a coach, and they're checking his stomach and his legs, there's no feeling. Uh, you know, a lot of thoughts are racing through your mind and you, you instantly start praying and our team did that and um you know uh, the guys at Olivet were unbelievable too uh they really provide a lot of support and they, the Olivet Nazarene family was just awesome in the time and so in that time though Josh was in Chicago had some surgeries was able to come back to Michigan and be at the hospital Michigan hospital just down the road from us we got excellent care and we set up a plan for us to go and our guys to go and see him during his therapy and provide support and we're really thinking we're going to support josh and it, it, and we did but we the guys came back and they report back to practice each day how it was and they talked about how positive he was how important his faith was and how he told the guys um just how important power of prayer is and uh he's a fighter and he keeps he keeps defying the odds and he they actually kept him there uh, a couple extra weeks because he was progressing so well and uh, so we're so proud of him he's getting more movement back and uh, you know we're raising uh, money with the family on GoFundMe and we've raised 32000 or 50 k we're trying to raise uh, to help them buy a brand new handicapped accessible van because uh, one of our co- coach Straz and I went to go visit him in January and uh, he's back with his parents and the tough part was that Medicaid wasn't there picking him up every day for his treatment and so, or for his therapy. And that, you know, that's really, that's a hard thing to hear. And so we, you know, as the leadership at school really thought of how, ways we could help support the family. This was one of them and just getting that word out. And it's been just an awesome response from everyone uh, helping out with the family. So if folks want to chip in a little bit to, to help out with that, um, how can they? How can they find the GoFundMe link? Um, it, I will make sure it's uh, pinned, but it's on my uh, Twitter, uh, and it's on a lot of our coaches' Twitter, and I believe it's on our CUAA underscore football Twitter as well. Um, and so that's where easiest place to find it. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, um, I know there was a lot of prayers going up on on our end when we saw that, and from all over the NAI people. Um, were, you know, in as much as you can tell from liking and favoriting a tweet, but, you know, it's a great way for the NAI uh, family to come together and support uh, one of the NAI's own. Um, so let's, let's 
take a look at you know offseason and coming up into the 2020 season. Um, you know, last year in your schedule, you uh, played a, a couple of teams. Um, you know that that are outside of your conference. Some of them, not really. They're on the other side of the mid states. But you did uh, play at Kentucky Westland. Um, can you just speak for a, a second about your philosophy of scheduling out of conference games? Yeah, we, you know, we like to schedule some teams that we think will stretch us and challenge us. Uh, that we also have an a, a opportunity to win those games and uh you know i found is we've improved here at concordia because i've certainly been here at concordia when we first got here and took some beat downs and it was easy for us to schedule games uh it's gotten a little bit tougher now but uh so our philosophy though is just trying to find a good opponent that's going to make us better um and so that's kind of what we've been able to do. We've been blessed to be able to have three victories against Division Two teams the last three years against Davenport, Malone, and Kentucky Wesleyan. And uh, we were hoping that Malone was going to come back to us, but they ended up, you know, shutting down their football program. But it was a blessing that we have, uh, we, you know, two of their guys came and decided to transfer and join us. And so uh, we're really excited about those guys. They were with us this past fall. And so even though it didn't work out to play them again, get the home game, uh, we're blessed to have uh, – those guys join us. So, talk a little bit about the uh, the mid east side of uh, the mid states. Uh, not only do you have to deal with St. Francis and Marion, um, you know, year in year out, who are never slouches, um, but you've got a couple of of teams that are going to be up and coming, um, especially something like like an Indiana Westland. Um, and then I know Lawrence Tech is, is really putting a lot of focus on their football team. Just, just talk about the, um, the competition in especially the Mideast side of the Mid-States. Well, I, I think, you're, you know, uh, Sienna's a very good team that you didn't mention in there. Ah, yes. And, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's every, you know, the best part about it is every week matters and every week um, you have the guys focus 100%. Um, and that's just, I don't know, I haven't, well, I have only gotten to coach college football at Concordia, and that's been a blessing to be here. And so, um, you know, I can't imagine being places where it's like a, a, you go to a game and it's like, you know, you're going to blow this team out. You know, uh, every week you go into it knowing you got to bring your best. And deep down, that's what we all want. We want to push for our best and, and see what our limits are. And so it's, 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 I don't, we, I don't really know anything else. And, uh, it's been, it's an, it's an honor to be a part of the league and be able to represent them the last three years in the playoffs. And we do our best to, uh, you know, show that our league is a good league when we compete in the playoffs. And we didn't come away with a victory this year, but we, we certainly competed, uh, in that game as we left with a, a one point loss. But, um, you know, we're, we're proud to compete in the league. I will say, I, I was listening back through the podcast from the first round, um, getting them re-uploaded, and I was listening to, to John, uh, my my better half of the NAI F-Ball podcast most weeks, um, talk about um, Grandview and, and their defense. And after that first round, he was 
there was a lot of concern in his voice. He's, he said, Concordia gave them all they wanted. It, what, what does this say more about? Does this say more about Concordia's offense, or, or is there something going on with Grandview's defense? And, and obviously the next week, Grandview, uh, their, their defense really came to play. And so I think that said a lot about your, your offense. And so I think even in a loss, as much as you don't want to uh, say it, I think y'all acquitted yourselves well. Um, but, um, we, I was really proud of, you know, uh, coach Rody, coach Coddington, coach Blenny, all the guys on our offensive staff. Um, you know, I thought they did a great job, um, putting together a good game plan. You know, this, they're a tough team to run the ball against, you know, if we found some ways to throw the ball against them and, uh, you know, they're, they're a really good team and, uh, our team certainly saw the heartbreaker of them almost getting to the national championship, you know? And uh, they were a very good football team. Yeah, they they also gave Morningside all they wanted, um, as as well. And that's and that's really uh, that's saying a lot for for any team this year in the NAI. Um, I also want to pick your brain um, about sort of the arms race uh, in in the mid states. Uh, we did a. Uh, Facility Friday article on Indiana Wesleyan specifically uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm sitting here looking at these pictures, and I'm going, "Whoa, this looks like this looks like a a uh, high level FBS team um, with the way they're doing it. How how do you um, how do you balance that?" And 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 um, with your facilities, which I'm sure are, are very good, how do you uh, how do y'all sort of think down that vein of facilities? We you know, we're excited because uh, you know our field was built and the standard put in in 2015, and then um, you know a major project that we're going to have is a new weight room. Uh, coming here, um, I believe it's going to happen in 2021, and uh, we're blessed to. Things are, you know, Concordia is one of the fastest growing schools in the Midwest. It was really small um, seven years ago, and it's definitely been growing, and they've been adding more programs uh, to Concordia. And so uh, we, we've been blessed to be a part of uh, a university that's growing. And it's, it's you know, in small colleges, uh, especially affiliated with Christian um, backgrounds, you know, it's definitely, you see schools closing. And so I... I feel blessed to be at the university I am. It's growing. And, uh, you know, it's the proof is in the people, is what we say at Concordia. And uh, we talk about our weight room, and you're going to find better weight rooms in terms of it look prettier in um, in the country. Uh, but we also believe that we've had, you know, multiple guys have been All-American and multiple guys have been All-Conference. And we've had teams that have got their work done in there that have beaten some of the best teams in the country. And, uh, and so we're, we're – that's what we focus on is the people. And, um, and so, you know, you want to provide for your students the best um, experience you can overall. Uh, but obviously, just like a parent, you know, you can't always just give your kid everything, but you can give them love and support and encouragement and discipline. And those are the things we really focus on. So turning to uh, the players uh, that you've got coming back, you've got um, five returning all-conference players. Um Six, if you count Omar Sinclair twice, as he made all-conference um, at both running back 
and returner. Um, but talk a little bit about your your offense that you've got returning, where you're returning, uh, you know, a quarterback who who took care of the football through the air, a couple of all conference linemen, and an all conference running back. Yeah, we, you know, we really, um, you know, uh, have four uh, to be senior offensive linemen, and then uh, Omar and Kirill will be back in the backfield. And excited about. Some of the other guys we have that will be stepping up in those opportunities to compete. Um, and we graduated Roderick Daly, who was uh, our slot receiver, who was like all-time leading receiver uh, in Concordia history. So definitely uh, going to miss him. But we definitely believe we got some guys on campus right now that uh, are going to be able to step in and uh, compete. And so then we also have we also have. Uh, some guys on the outside coming back. Parker Graham, who's been like a slash player for us, who's an unbelievable athlete, played some quarterback, played some receiver for us. Um, he's coming back. So we're excited about the group that we have coming back on offense. How do you replace Roderick uh, Daly and Clay Colts in there? They combined for uh, 1,200 receiving yards um, on the season, which is – somewhere around 60% of the receiving yards on, on the team. How do you go about replacing those, those yards? Practice, repetition, uh, putting the work in with the other guys in the off season. You know, we had 40 plus guys stay last summer and, uh, you know, putting those reps in and just, uh, that's really the big piece. Uh, you know, you've seen when you look at, uh, you know, uh, morning side, they've got to step in and, and be able to do it. And so really it's about uh, guys connecting, working hard in the off season. Sweet. So on, on the defensive side of the ball, um, you've got a, a couple guys coming back that last year were really the anchors uh, of the defense. I know you're losing your leading tackler, uh, Reggie Thompson, but you've got um, a, a defensive lineman. Um, who racked up eight and a half sacks and a, and a defensive back who uh, picked off five balls. So um, talk about that explosiveness on defense. Yeah, we, you know, Reggie was a really good player for us uh, that moved around and played different positions um, before he was a senior. And so we're losing Reggie, uh, losing Amon Payne, uh, losing a couple other guys, Tark, Delu, and uh, a few guys on defensive line as well. But uh, we feel really excited about our defensive line that's coming back. Uh, I know we've got a lot of uh, 2B seniors and some sophomores at linebacker that you know are very competitive and so excited to see how that shakes out. And then Fish, Fish and Alex and Hosa, who you mentioned at safety and at defensive end, you know, they're definitely two guys that uh, they're actually high school teammates um, that really have been gotten a lot of playing time over their four years at Concordia and uh, really look to see those guys help lead our defense. Absolutely. We are we are looking forward to watching another great season of Concordia football, of Mid-States football. That, um, it's, it's just fun to watch the, the battles in there, um, you know, season in, season out, between all those great teams that make up the Mid-East. Um, so we look forward to uh, seeing y'all next season, and we hope uh, to maybe catch y'all uh, in Grambling next year. Hope y'all get to, uh, or hope y'all make it down there. That'd be a great time. Well, we would love to see you there. Absolutely. So, Coach, we appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, go uh, spend some time with your family.
All right, thank you.